You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, no, I feel feel like we had a much better performance. We scored four more points than we did that day. There's a lot to build on when you compare the two. Like it's tough to win in this league and definitely tough to win when you get in your own way too many times. So felt like, you know, we did some good things. We maybe, you know, got to get some more touches for, for Jonesy and Dylan. Made a lot of mistakes in the perimeter, missed some throws, a lot to clean up all the way around. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you. We're presented by BetMGM. The voice of Aaron Rodgers there yesterday as the Packers lose in a pretty big way to the Minnesota Vikings. How about that um, little soundbite there from Aaron? He, he ran the gamut of blame. It sounded like he blamed the coaching staff for not getting the football to the running backs enough. Sounded like he blamed the wide receivers. We had mistakes on the perimeter. And then he, he blamed himself a little bit, right? Missed throws. But he threw everybody under the bus, including himself, for that one. That was that was interesting listening to Aaron Rodgers. Obviously frustrated after what happened yesterday. I like a frustrated Aaron Rodgers, though. Due for a bounce back. For sure. That's why they're favored <laughs> by 10 against the Bears. He's not wrong about anything that he had to say. He's not wrong. It. I had flashbacks to Devontae Adams as a rookie. He had those same frustrations with Devontae. Yep. Same stuff. And you'd be the body language, he'd be calling him out on the field, and look what he turned into. I'm not saying Watson, that's going to be the case, or any of these other young receivers, but we've seen him go through this before, and he's not wrong. That He makes that catch. That might be a completely different game. It's not the Viking just putting them away very early, and then they really didn't have to do that much. How a oh man? See, my bigger takeaway from that, as far as what was said, was what the Vikings players were saying after the game, and how refreshing it was to go and attack and attack and not sit and run on early downs. Oh, we got the lead. We're good. Let's just run this clock like they did under Zimmer. They that locker room is so excited about the changes. Well, they should be. Oh, and her cousin should be excited about the changes. I mean, he has a coach that believes in him, actually doesn't hate him, which is it's obviously an improvement mm-hmm. for him. All right, let's, let's talk about um, some of the props from yesterday, our takeaways, and, and kind of what it means moving forward. I feel like around this time last year, we found some value in the futures market because we said, oh, wow, that guy was targeted a million times. Maybe he's going to be the guy this year. A couple off the jump. Don't worry about Patrick Mahomes' stats and props. They're going to be just fine. I mean, two and a half touchdowns was easy money yesterday. And we talked last week, Joe, you were on this, to Justin Jefferson 
81 and a half. We're not going to see that again. And anyone out there holding a ticket for Jefferson Offensive Player of the Year, Jefferson Leader for Yards, you got to feel good today because that might have been the easiest 180 yards you'll see. And Justin Jefferson, barring injury, I don't see why he's not pushing for 2,000 yards receiving this year. That's how dynamic that could be with him and Cousins. They And he's their guy. I mean, it's like every throw, touchdown, every throw, complete to Justin Jefferson. That stood out yesterday, how easy it was for him to get his 880 yards or whatever it was. The Jonathan Taylor, he ended up with 161 yards. That prop was 96 and a half, I believe. Mm-hmm. That was easy. How many rushes did he have? Uh, 31. So it's funny, in the summer they talked about <laughs> protecting him, right? Not running him into the ground. They got yeah. in a tough game, and what'd they do? Jonathan, save us. Here's the ball. I mean, after he cleared 100, I was like, you know, maybe they need to shut him down. But nope, he kept going. <laughs> Quarterbacks in in games where they're trailing where they're not expected to. Now, this is obvious in fantasy. Um, but we saw we can take, bring this over to props, too. So after Mahomes, number two in passing yards was Matt Ryan. Why? They're trailing. They had to push the ball late for four quarters, passed for 352, did not get the touchdowns, but the yardage was up there. 50 attempts. Burrow, trailing all day. 53 attempts, 338 yards passing. Uh, Wentz, that was a game for four quarters. Flacco threw the ball 59 times yesterday. He was in the top five <laughs> passing yards. So, My goodness. But that's, a that's a situation where we were heavy Ravens, Game played out like we expected it to, right? It wasn't thrilling, exciting. Ravens comfortably. But the Jets were playing from behind for almost the entire game. Pass, pass, pass. If you do Flacco attempts, you do Flacco yard, you're hitting all those overs. So maybe we should look at some of the, the losers that we expect, right? And then play some of those quarterbacks overs props on losers. Sure. Uh, that. That's interesting. So, yeah, uh, the volume for Taylor was off the charts. Also high volume. Uh, Nick Chubb had 22 carries. Lenny Fournette, I mean, comfortable game. They were up the entire time. Cowboys never in it. He ends up getting 21 carries. Bunch of rushing yardage there. We talked about Jefferson. You know, you just name off the top five receiving yards. Arguably the top five receivers in the game, right? Jefferson, A.J. Brown, Devontae Adams, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup. Studs. It's it's kind of hard to say that you you don't go with the best receivers over on the prompt after what we witnessed yesterday. Here's one for you. uh, For game props, season long stuff, we heard all summer, who is Jalen Hurts targeting in practice? His best friend, A.J. Brown, who the Eagles traded for and gave $100 million. Mm -hmm. You look at the targets yesterday. If you combine Dallas Goddard, Devontae Smith, and Kenny Gainwell, the two, three, and four in targets yesterday, they don't add up to A.J. Brown. He had 13 (laughs) targets. Hurts threw the ball 32 times, 13 of them, to A.J. Brown. I mean, that's his guy. That's where the the throws are going to go until someone could stop him. That's a big thing. I was so so mad about the touchdown prop. I was on A.J. Brown. He was plus 140. We're not going to get that number the rest of the year now. Did you see the play where he almost broke it? Which one? I mean, he was tackled inside the 10 like three times yesterday. I know. I know. I was on it too. 
<laughs> I was on yeah. it too. Brutal. Brutal. It was the right call. It just didn't happen. That's why touchdown props are tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything anything else that really jumps out? Was there was there a high sack total where maybe you would take a, a go against a bad offensive line with sacks? Something like that. The Kinda one that stood out to me isn't popping. Yeah, just off of the Eagles game against the Lions. I mentioned earlier, I think that Lions team was going to score points. That offensive line's pretty good, and they have weapons. And I thought they had mistakes yesterday. Like, they had a couple where they dropped a pass here and there. They scored 35 on the Eagles. I, I think there's going to be mm-hmm. a lot of over-Lions games. Their running game was dynamic. St. Brown can play. Hockinson could play. I think the Lions are in for overs. Now, their defensive line impressed me a little bit, but I, their secondary's not good. I could see the Lions playing a lot of shootout kind of games. You know, I think we laughed at a lot of the stuff that was on Hard Knocks with the Lions, but they love Swift. He might join the elite category this year. He's yep. really good. Really good. I'm expecting a big season, so I want to see what his props are next week. Uh, a couple players had three sacks. I mean, if you fi- you find sack props at some of these sports books, they're always plus money. Always mm-hmm. plus money. Um, at Khalil Mack, Alex Highsmith of Pittsburgh each had three sacks yesterday. Also, each had a forced fumble. So big games from them defensively. Is that telling on on the offensive lines on the other side? Does that tell us something about Cincinnati, all the changes that they went through? That's that's a strong okay. Steelers defense. I, I heard a lot of people saying, oh, it's just Watt, nothing else. Well, we'll find out now because Watt's not going to be out there. But, um, right. yeah, maybe, maybe they need a little bit, t- bit of time to gel. So that'll be interesting in the first few weeks. And uh, Khalil Mack playing opposite some other good pass rushers. He, he's not going to get doubled like he was on every play in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Cleo Mack, I mean, Cleo Mack might be back and have a resurgent kind of year. That could certainly happen. Couldn't you see Cleo Mack with 15 yeah. sacks? That wouldn't surprise me. He was great yesterday. Yeah, he's awesome. What do we make of the Joe Burrow interceptions? Just one game, or do you think something like that could continue? One game. I didn't aggressive. see all of that coming. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty aggressive throwing the ball down the field. Like, it's, it's, he strikes me as someone's going to have interceptions, even though he's good and he throws the ball accurately. Like, when you throw the ball up in the air down the field a lot, it could happen. But that was I'm looking forward yesterday. To, I'm looking forward to uh, the Tuesday, Wednesday, after all the games are done, when we get new odds on some of these that post-interception mm-hmm. leader. Like, is Joe Burrow going to be the favorite? Is Derek Carr going to be the favorite? After what we saw in week one? Yeah, Wentz had two, including a bad one. He'll be up there because those other guys you trust to, to figure it out more than he he will. But you're right. that They're, they're going to be up there, no doubt. And then week Tannehill was one year. of the favorites last year, and he didn't throw one. I was like, ah. <laughs> but that might give us value on Tannehill now. If you yeah, still think he's going to be bad, mm-hmm. uh, then he should get a better number. Week two. I mean, he should have had one in that game. I was watching it because it was one of my bets that I put out, and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> week two last year, Super Bowl loser, the Bengals lost to the Bears. Okay, Burrow threw three interceptions in that game. So I'm expecting him to bounce. He didn't do that again the rest of the season. I'm expecting him to bounce back. I'm not worried about Burrow. I'm not either. But I would I will say their offensive line, everyone said they fixed it. That was the perception, right? They went and they and they added new offensive linemen. Lyle Collins, Ted Karras, right? They they added. 
that offensive line look fixed to you yesterday? Didn't look fixed no, I, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna take time. I definitely think no, they're I, improved. At the end of the season, we're gonna we're gonna say that they look they look strong. That might be a team that yet you, you might want to take a look at the schedule. If you still believe in Burrow, maybe there's gonna be a buy time. Maybe. Like I, I was actually thinking of you, Joe, yesterday. I was waiting. Like, is Joe G gonna bring up that there's going to be an opportunity to get a good number on Burrow for MVP? Of course I will. I just I'm waiting. Yes. There will be a good time. <laughs> yes. be, okay. Speaking of that, and we'll we'll do a full segment tomorrow on futures, the, the market reset after the first week. I believe when I saw this morning at one book, the cousins number cut in half from twenty uh, from fifty to twenty-five. Okay. Wow. Okay. Look. Look, look, I'm the guy that talked about Cousins 50 to 1. We all talked about liking the Vikings this year, and after one week, it looks really good. It was an impressive performance. Jefferson, phenomenal. But you watched Mahomes yesterday. You watched Josh Allen on Thursday. Cousins can have a great year. He's never going to be in that category. It's not going to happen. Sorry. We might look back at the end of the season and say, how was Patrick Mahomes close to 10 to 1 or whatever he was to start the season for MVP? How did they give us that number and we all didn't take it? They had five touchdowns yesterday. Yeah. Like it like it was nothing. Like it was it was nothing. They were six for six in the red zone. What? What? <laughs> one of these years, one there's gonna be a year where Patrick Mahomes in his career throws 60 touchdowns. I don't know if this is that year, but he's gonna do it one year. I mean, Peyton Manning at 55, right? That's the record. Mahomes will beat that in an extra game. It's just a matter of what year that is. Do you agree with what I'm saying, though, about Cousins and the, and the elite of the elite? Yes. Though, in, if the Vikings had a 13-4 and four year, that's your path, right? Like, they had the number one seed in the mm-hmm. NFC. Right. And then mm-hmm. the other guys don't win their divisions or something happens. And then they're in the, they're in, in the, they have a chance to do it. But, yeah, it just feels like Allen Mahomes are so far ahead. So if you have tickets on Jalen Hurts or Kirk Cousins, guys that are rising, it's like, all right, but can they actually win the award or is it just fun? What about Jameis? No. <laughs> no. How about that comeback? Well, he played well yesterday. He's, that comeback was See those crazy. long drives? See those long drives at the end? Michael Thomas making an impact? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's Saints Come on, Joe G's on board, fun. Aaron. No, they were down 16 <laughs> to the Falcons. They're lucky to get out of there with a win. Now, when the game was over, that's what matters. <laughs> Results. <laughs> Results based. Now, that was a good comeback. James 50 to 1 right now. I'm I'm out. Ah, right, man. It's going to be interesting how the Colts and uh, the Colts and Texans respond to what we just saw yesterday. That's going to be really interesting. This might sure. be we'll talk more about it. This might be a Houston fade. Look, look! if you believe in look-ahead spots, Lovey's got the Bears week three. Just saying. Lovey looking ahead to the Bears revenge game, not concentrating <laughs> yeah. next week. We can fade Lovey. The other thing quickly, oh um, the two biggest rookie standouts, probably Trayvon Walker, right? A sack and an interception. Yeah. And then Jahan Dotson. Well, Washington may have found a wide receiver there to pair with That is Florida. a great point. And I heard they were – he's an obvious – podium player all right you got to talk to him after the game the the pr had to go looking for him he was already in the parking lot they're like wait uh people would like to speak with you after the game seriously jahan 
Jahan, you had two touchdowns. We, they want to yeah. talk to you. Yeah. You may want to get back I bet on here, the, pal. I bet on the wrong commander for offensive rookie of the year. He's going to be the – Brian Robinson is going to be the comeback player. No. <laughs> he's still like five or six to one this morning. He's he's not playing football. What are we doing? <laughs> Why is he in that mix? Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks, Rebecca UL Daily on the other side. <laughs> We'll dive in our lightning bets. Favorite plays for tonight, Monday Night Football, Seahawks or Broncos. That's next on the Beck UL Network.